Welcome to Vleric Changemakers, an original Vleric podcast series. In this podcast, we learn from Vleric alumni on how they live, learn and leap in these turbulent times. In this episode, Elias Maluli, CEO of Founders Bay, takes us into the world of startups, networking and investors. Elias and Founders Bay are located in Beirut and are aiming to change the startup scene in the Middle East. I graduated from Vleric. I'm a Vleric alumni since uh, 2017. I'm currently CEO and co-founder of Founders Bay. It's a co-working space and a startup incubator in Beirut, Lebanon. And I currently am part of uh, four other startups in uh, Lebanon, in Beirut, that work in multiple industries uh, that range from 3D printing to social media, digital media, even reward programs, so in multiple industries, incubated at Founders Day. And I'm uh, very happy to be here with you today. As we always do, we start out with five dilemmas. Let's get straight to business, Elias. Belgium or Beirut? (laughs) Well, that's a nice question to start with. Um, uh, I would say... If I'm going to do business, I would do business in Beirut, Lebanon. If I'm doing, if I'm going for fun and to see tourism, to learn about uh, new uh, methods and new technologies, about innovation, entrepreneurship, just uh, uh, for a great education, I would say Belgium, yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you let me elaborate, it's like, for me, Lebanon is high risk, high reward type of business, type of doing business, type of uh, trying to uh, create businesses here and starting businesses in Lebanon. The risks are very high, though the rewards are uh, very, very high as well. So. Uh, I also built a big network here, a big support network in, in Beirut, Lebanon and the Middle East where I can uh, reach out my goal and my visions faster. Though I had a lot of fun in Belgium for a year and a half, it was a great experience, an experience I would never forget. Startup or scale-up? Startups are always fun. They're always fun. Scale-ups, they're still kind of startups. And this industry is growing, it's trending today because of the cultures, that the different cultures, the multiple cultures that the new companies, the new startups are using today in order to retain their employees, to retain their team, to grow it, to grow their teams. For me, it's always fun to, to see something grow from, from zero to hero, to see a startup become a scale-up. It's part of our daily job at Founders Bay to help these very small businesses, these small entities, these even sometimes they are some personal initiatives that we turn into businesses and we try to turn them into scale-ups. Disney Plus or books? What is Disney Plus? (laughs) I would say books, definitely. I try to read as much as I can. My Bible is a book called The 4-Hour Workweek. It tells you how you can start businesses from scratch, how you can run businesses, how you can activate businesses, how you can have a good work-life balance. You learn a lot from books, even if you take only just 
one sentence from a book, it's more than fine if you can apply it to your, to your workplace, to your, to your lifestyle. CFO or CEO? Well, CEO is, is the part where you meet a lot of people, a lot of new people where you have to bring new business to the space. And you have to play multiple roles at the same time. You have to wear many hats at the same time. You have to be salesman. You have to be a good host. You have to be a good negotiator. You have to be a good design thinker. You have to be a good HR. So you wear many hats at the same time. It's quite hectic. It's quite chaotic sometimes. A lot of responsibilities come with it. I had a financial position for quite some time during my career. I would say that the CFO is a very, very, very important role at any kind of company, financials, numbers. Eventually, that is what matters to investors, to stakeholders, to shareholders. I wouldn't want to team offensive, but I would say CFO gets quite boring. Me being a person, people, I love to meet new people, I love to talk to people, I love to close deals, to... To, to create businesses, to create synergies between entities, between people. I'm currently really enjoying my role in the startups uh, I'm working with. Business school or university of life? I would say go for both. Do the academic year for a year or two. You need it. You need to meet like-minded people. You need to be in an academic setting where you are guided, where you are guided to reach your personal goals and your, your career goals. Eventually, the school of life, it will be there uh, for years to come. You will learn a lot more than what you learn in a classroom. So I would say it's like everything has its time. And yeah, for me, it was, uh, again, my, my, my business school years were essential to where I would be today. And uh, life is still teaching me a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say do both if you can. Elias, it's safe to say that the world in 2020 was and still is mainly dominated by the COVID-19 virus. Were you at any point afraid to go bankrupt with your startup incubator? I was not really scared to go bankrupt. We reacted quickly. We had a great relationship with our clients. And then we tried to find flexible solutions where uh, we can find uh, midways for both entities to be able to survive these, this, this very hard phase. So we were able to reach great compromises and great deals with our uh, biggest clients in order to be able to sustain financially. As they say, never waste a good crisis. What new initiatives came up at Founders Bay during the difficult first months of 2020? We had a lot of new initiatives that came directly from the team. We basically tried to change our model from physical space to a virtual venue for events. Uh, we tried to host a lot of virtual events, a lot of webinars, a lot of uh, seminars some training and workshop sessions online. We used a lot of channels. We used a lot of uh, new softwares. People got more digital savvy, so they were using their mobiles more during the quarantine. We tried to be as responsible as possible in our physical space as well. So 
We created uh, some new guidelines and new rules. We did some uh, new community events that were completely virtual, like uh, virtual happy hours, some virtual social games. So we had to shift from offline to online in order to be able to sustain and create new offerings and new products and basically keep our business uh, running. Elias, do you think that facing this crisis made you a better manager? I would say the corona crisis was the best time and the worst time of our lives. <laughs> it was a great year where I learned a lot about people. I learned a lot more about understanding feelings, understanding uh, needs of the team and understanding productivity, basically. After working in the financial sector of Lebanon, Elias wanted to change course and decided to go to the Vlerik Business School. This is where he caught the entrepreneurial virus. In 2008, Elias emailed his former professor, Veronique Kollewaert, at 3 in the morning to tell her he just founded his own company. With Founders Bay, the first Lebanese startup incubator, the international ambition is high. A promising startup is having basically a promising team and our motto in Founders Bay is that we invest in people, we don't only invest in ideas. So having a great team that combines a set of skills, a set of certain skills that can make the concept work and make the concept successful is basically essential into turning any kind of initiative into a successful startup. For us, the most essential thing is the team itself. Great to hear, Elias. Now, the war for talent is real. How can companies find the right people? It is indeed real. It is something, it is a big challenge that we face at Founders Bay. Things we do is give everyone a chance. Everyone who is applying to Founders Bay through our career careers page, uh, they do get a chance to be interviewed at least once or twice. And then they get the chance to work with us for a short period of time on a certain project or task. A CV is not enough. A cover letter is never enough. And even an interview is sometimes not enough. To be certain of the profile of the person in front of you. So it is a big challenge for us still that we are facing today. Elias, please tell us, how do you see Founders Bay and what does a healthy startup ecosystem look like? They are basically my babies. I would love to see them grow. I love to see them succeed. I love to see them doing things no one has done before. I love to see them doing, coming up with innovative solutions, helping people. So for me personally, it's just a self-satisfaction that I get from watching the progress of these small startups turning into real businesses. There's a lot of good people here that are working in order to help startups and young entrepreneurs achieve their visions and their dreams. 
it would be essential for us here as Lebanese to go outside and bring more education, bring more innovation uh, back home in order to apply and uh, help develop our industry, help develop our startups and our ecosystem better. Is change the most important aspect of your business model? And how do you see change? Change is happening all around us and it's happening fast. Currently, we are in 2020. We can see a lot of big changes happening around us. Change is going to happen whether we like it or not. So for me, it's all about being flexible enough in order to adapt quickly, in order to react quickly and be able to fix your models, your business models, your, your, your marketing models, your sales models in order to be able to keep up with the markets, in order to keep up with the clients, in order to be able to keep up your business and keep it alive, basically. On August 4th, 2020, Lebanon was hit by an enormous ammonium nitrate explosion in the harbour. The whole world saw these horrible images. How did you experience this? So if I wanted to sum up the Beirut explosion in one word, I would say damaging. It damaged the whole population on so many levels. It is said that we still normalize things like this happening in this part of the world, but they do happen. And it is something very traumatizing for generations to come. So for me, the first thing I felt was anger and the next day, I took part of very large demonstrations in the street who wanted to blame a government for this criminal act that happened in Beirut. So, And given all the circumstances around us, given COVID-19, given 2020 in general, it was rock bottom this year. It was the lowest point I think I've been to personally. But... Yeah, we are still recovering. We are trying to recover. We are trying to make the best out of things to try to help as much as possible. And on a personal level, I'm still trying to be part of initiatives that are helping. How did this disaster change business in Lebanon? It did not really change business. It created a lot of businesses, a lot of organizations, a lot of NGOs that got really funded and then they went viral because of their mission or because of what they were doing. And then they got a huge funding that startups sometimes dream of. And then they, 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 they were really able to help a lot of people around in Beirut. So basically the explosion created businesses, initiatives. It pushed people to do and go help each other and it pushed people to create and to organize because there was a lot of people who wanted to help because of how big the explosion was. So basically the explosion, it did not really change anything, but created something instead. And yeah, maybe that's, that's one of the good things we can take from it. The political situation in the region seems to make it even harder for entrepreneurship, let alone starting a company. How do you deal with this? Indeed, uh, political instability in the region does make it hard for entrepreneurs and uh, startups to basically grow and succeed. Yet, it makes the challenge hard. It does not really make it impossible. So it is still 
a region where you have very big markets, there's a lot of opportunities and great resources in order to create and grow a business. So for me personally, at this point, I think I'm at a point where where, where, where I managed to live uh, with, with this instability and to accept quick changes that might happen. And it helped me a lot in having quick reactions uh, to, uh, let's say, surprises. <laughs> Are you hopeful for the future? Which trends do you see and how do we leap forward? For me, personally, I'm quite hopeful for Founders Bay as well. There's a big trend for people to move to remote, uh, flexible co-working uh, solutions. And the global co-working space is already recovering from the COVID-19 crisis globally and they are doing great results, better than last year's results. So. It is doing uh, quite well, and hopefully uh, the Lebanese market will catch up soon. How do you see Vleric in your development? Vleric plays a big role in shaping and in setting a set of values that I uh, live by, by, basically, and that I, uh, I abide by during my work with other people or during my life. As a Vleric changemaker, what is your most important advice to make change work? My advice would be for the change makers and the future change makers of Leric is to create your own world and don't let anyone stop you from creating your own vision and making it become a reality. So wherever you see yourself, whatever you call yourself, if you call yourself CEO, you will become CEO. If you call yourself startup, entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, then you become one. You just have to work towards it. And just, it's all about consistency, waking up every day, knowing that even if you fail, you will keep going, you will keep trying. And it's all about trying and trying and trying and trying and trying again, and failing and learning and then trying again until you succeed. So I wish you the best of luck. I wish everyone the best of luck. I wish everyone Good health during this, uh, these tough times and uh, yeah, hope to see you all soon. Thank you so much for this chat, Elias. And thank you for listening to this Vleric Original Podcast. Please check out other episodes for more insights on how other Vleric alumni live, learn and leap in these extraordinary times.